Hey, what's up, everybody? It's your boy, Bradley Thompson here, and we are back with another episode of the Living the Canadian Dream podcast, episode number 82, maybe? Who knows? Who knows? If you're if you're listening to this right now, you've probably already looked at the episode title, and you're just like, this is definitely number 82, and you know more than me, and that's the beauty of this podcast, okay? This is a spooky podcast today because this is technically the Halloween episode, even though we're a couple days past Halloween. We're in November now, and I'm really thinking about it. Should I go to Brad with a stash instead of Brad with a beard? Haven't decided yet. We'll decide today. Maybe we'll decide by the end of this episode. My wife wants me to go Brad with a stash, show the support. I just don't know how I will look with a stash. It might be a little bit aggressive, um, but not as aggressive as my dog snoring right now. It's real aggressive. It's really loud. I don't know how anybody gets sleep in this house. They just snore all day long. Crazy. I'm not gonna all my. I'm not gonna talk about Frenchies today. I'm not okay. But the snoring is a serious issue. Frenchies have a serious issue when it comes to snoring, but whatever, yo, it's all good. Um, life's been busy, you know, as we say every single week. Um, but this week I said that I would talk about the national championships. Okay. The national championships. I talked about the, um, what did I talk about? Oh, the first race win last week, this week, I'm talking about the national championships. So they were in Montreal this year. You can check out my little vlog race recap on my YouTube page. But the national championships for the duathlon was in Montreal this year. Um, it was great. We went up for the weekend just to sort of enjoy and just hang out a little bit because might as well. It's a little bit of a mission from Ontario. So we went up and, um, yeah, went to the national championships, got set up. And the day of the race, headed from the hotel to the venue, and the venue was at Circuit de Gilles Villeneuve. If you know F1, you know all about that circuit because that is exactly where the F1 cars drive, is Circuit de Gilles Villeneuve. I forgot what the park is called, but it is literally that circuit. So that's where the national championships were being held. So the run was around this like little ro rowing reservoir, I, I would say. Um, and then the bike was actually on the F1 racetrack, which was amazing. Going the opposite way, but still amazing. That racetrack was super fast, super you know clean, obviously no bumps or anything like that. Um, it was just a great experience. So, you know, it was a hot day. I, I wasn't expecting a hot day because it was kind of already late in the season. You know, this was literally my last race of the season and it ended up being a super hot day. So I was just trying not to overheat. So we went out at a decent pace, started picking up um, by the middle of the first run. And I was just like, you know what? I don't want to overdo it on this first run and just cook myself for the rest of the day. So I was trying to be really conservative on my first run. I was trying to be strategic about it. Um, thinking back, I probably should have just pushed it and just went for it, to be honest. Um but I was just like, oh, maybe I'll just hold back a little bit and just knock it out on on the on the on the bike, and that's what I tried to do. Got out of that first run, and I think it was in like fifth place or something like fifth or sixth place. Um, I ended up getting a couple of places on 
the um on the bike. So I got a couple places back on the bike. The bike was super fast. It was just so nice. Just flying on the bike, just TT position the entire time, just pedal to the metal. Just it was just an incredible experience. I just loved it. Um and then getting off the bike into T2, I was following somebody into T2 and it was a very narrow like sort of pathway. It's like a walkway. And they slammed on the brakes right in front of me because they went over the dismount line. They didn't see, I guess they wanted to go. I, I don't know what they were trying to do, but they were the one that was in front. I was just behind them, just trying to get into T2. And they just slammed on the brakes right in front of me. So I kind of went over my handlebars a little bit and just hit my side. Um, luckily, I was okay. Luckily, my bike was okay. And the other person was okay as well. I, I checked on them after. But it was just real frustrating. I'm just like, why would you wait till you you hit the line to slam on your brakes? You don't do that. Especially if you know there's you know, somebody behind you. Like I, I don't understand why they did that. I tried to honestly pass them on the left at the dismount line. Um, because I could see it coming up and they just slammed on the brakes suddenly. I was just like, oh my gosh. But I didn't have enough room to pass them. So that's I was kind of in a tricky spot, unfortunately. So I got up, you know, tested myself off, ran into T2 and um, got onto the run. Had to get my legs, you know, a little bit. Um, started to pick up the pace and then started cranking on the, the second run. Just tried to push it to the line. And I didn't realize how close I was to the people in front of me because you really have no idea where you are in this race because there are other races going on. So I'm just like, I have no idea. These are like triathletes going on and other races going on. And like there was our duathlon race went with um, a 5K race that was happening at the same time. And it's just, you have no idea who's going where until you see them sort of what route are they taking, but everybody's running together at the same time. So I didn't notice how close I was to the people in front until they crossed the turnaround, which was actually crossing over the water. It was like this bridge over the water. So I'm just like, oh, those are part of the, the duathlon race. I'm close. I don't know what position I'm in right now because really no way of knowing, um, but I know I'm close. So I just tried to just push it to catch up to them. Um, unfortunately, I did run out of road. Um, there just wasn't enough time, but I was very, very close to them. And honestly, if I had probably 400 meters, I probably would have caught um, second and third place. But I ended up the day um, overall fourth, you know, fourth in the country, not too bad. Um, the conservative approach on that first run didn't work out the way that I wanted it to. But, you know, we... we we learn, we learn from our mistakes. Uh, I think things could have went a little bit differently if I held on um, to that first run um, and just stayed with the, with the, with the front runners. But, you know, that's life sometimes that's life, unfortunately, but um, you know, it was a good day. Fourth overall can't complain really. Like it was, you know, what we sort of set out to do a podium would have been nice, but you know, that's life. And then I ended up, getting, you know, first overall in my age group. So I am the age group national champion, which is pretty awesome. So I'm the age group national champ for under 30, basically, because I was the first one under 30 to uh, cross the lines, which is which is a pretty cool thing to do. Um, and with that, I also got my world championship qualifier, which is pretty sweet. So I will be going to Spain again, once again, um, for the um, sprint duathlon world championships. 
went to Spain last year, literally. And then they had, and that was the 2021 World Championships. And then earlier this year, they had another World Championships, which was in Romania. I couldn't go there because um, the Ukraine situation was a little sketchy. But on top of that, I was getting married. So I just didn't have time to focus on it, um, unfortunately. But, you know, this time it ends up being Spain once again. So we're going back to Spain. That's becoming my place. Okay. That's becoming my my vacation spot, my vacay spot. So it's in Ibiza, which is pretty sweet. You know, never would have been to Ibiza before if I didn't have this opportunity. So I'm definitely gonna go to Ibiza, gonna go have some fun and just push it to the push it to the you know, push the pace a little bit, which is um always fun. It's always a good time. So, you know, I'm done the season now. Just trying to get my training in, trying to stay fit, trying to um, just get stronger. You know, that's the goal at the end of the day is just to get stronger. So that's what I'm trying to do right now. And I was thinking after like sort of scrolling through some videos and stuff on Instagram, because I follow some people that I've met, you know, at the world championships, but also just people that are like in the sport and duathlons and triathlons. And I was thinking, I'm just like, because when I did the world championships, um, you know, the Sp- the Spanish Guys were really, really good um, in the race, which I noticed. Um, you know, obviously, a lot of the Europeans were very, very good. And I and I noticed something when I was scrolling through Instagram the other day. I'm just like, for Canada, for like Ontario, my last duathlon, my last race was the Nationals, which was September, early early September. These Spanish people these races these racers are still racing it's november now they're still racing that's why they are as good as you know as good as they are right because they're just constantly racing and obviously a huge part of that has to do with the climate in canada it's just like the minute september hits you know you think it's going to snow any day and we've been having really weird weather lately. You could probably have races in this weather because the weather's just been so weird. It's usually super cold or rainy, snowy this time of year. I was talking to somebody from Calgary the other day. They said there's already snowing in Calgary. So you never know in Canada. But I was just like, oh, I'm I'm jealous of that. People in Europe are still racing. I saw people in London still racing. Just like, ah, I'm jealous. I wish. I wish. I wish we had that in Canada, but we don't. So you got to make the most of things like Zwift. And that's why I live on Zwift. But, you know, that's all part of it. That's it's part of life. You know, we live where we live. And, um, you know, I'm looking forward to the next season. I'm looking forward to next year, trying to do well next year, try to be stronger next year, try to perform better at the World Championships. You know, I had that issue at the World Championships with that bad calf cramp, like injury that I you know, sort of went through on that um, second transition. So that affected my race. I was doing really well up until that point. So, you know, this next year is redemption, is redemption. So I'm I'm really looking forward to it. So I'll keep you all up to date. Make sure you follow me on YouTube and stuff like that. I'm going to be doing a lot of like training vlogs and, and stuff like that. Um, but yeah, the other day was the Ironman 70.3 World Championships. If anybody watches those things, that's something that I watch a lot. Um, I love it. And the Norwegians, specifically um, Blumenfeld, just absolutely destroyed the field. The guy is a monster. The guy is a monster. He's good at short distance, long distance, mid-distance. The guy is unstoppable. And it's pretty inspiring to see people like that because that is the Olympic champion. You know, he was then 
the Iron Man champion. And then now he is literally the Iron Man 70.3 champion. He's a beast. He's just an absolute monster. Oh, and then he won the ITU World Championships as well. He's just a beast. Like the guy is unstoppable. But it's honestly cool to see people that are just excelling at the sport. You know, whatever sport you're doing, it's cool to see the best people in the world do it because they're just next level. They're just insane. Um, those guys are super inspiring and they're just destroying everybody. It's it's super inspiring. So, you know, we got to keep training, keep getting better like what they do. So, you know, that's just life. That's just life. Um, I made homemade bread the other day. That was cool. I don't know if anybody's ever made homemade bread, but I made that the other day. I was just like, you know what? Today, I'm going to make bread. That's what I woke up. I was just like, today, I'm going to I'm gonna make bread today. And um, turned out well. Turned out really good. Um, it was like a French bread. Took me like all day to make. It's literally like three ingredients and it takes you all day to do it because you have to let it set. You have to you know, knead it, let it set, knead it, let it set. And then that's just the process for the entire day. And then you're just stressing like, oh, I hope this bread turns out. I have so much invested in this. And it ended up turning out. And it ended up turning out. People um, commented on the the beautiful look of the loaf. And I appreciate that. That's what it's all about. That's what it's all about. Um, I was scrolling through TikTok earlier. Papa John's showed up on my TikTok for you page. He's just on TikTok just like raiding other people's pizza. Super weird. Why, why are you on TikTok, Papa John? Um, I've had Papa John's pizza twice in my life, both up um, in Peterborough coming back from my cottage because there was literally nothing else open. You know, he's no longer with the company, obviously, because he said, I'm pretty sure he said some pretty racist things and he's, you know, not a good guy. That's what I hear. That's what I remember hearing. I don't even, I feel like that's so long ago now. I feel like probably a few years ago, but it feels like yesterday hearing about Papa John's and what he's done. Crazy, crazy. Doesn't seem like a good guy. Don't recommend it. So seeing him on my TikTok feed, I was just like, this is weird. This is really weird that Papa John's is out here raiding other people's pizza. And then he's doing like tours of his house. Like, we got an Italian tunnel. I watched a couple of his videos. I'm just like, what is going on? Why is this guy on this app? He's got like a Camaro, a Camaro showroom. Very weird. Very, very weird. But classic Papa John's. You, I guess that's what you expect from Papa John's. Very weird though. Now, sometimes you get like random, like um, people just show up on your For You page. And, you know, it's just TikTok pushing, you know, these huge names like celebrities or anything. And just like, why is this person on TikTok and why are they doing this? I get weird ones sometimes. It's just like, I don't even know this person, but obviously they're a huge celebrity. So TikTok's just going to show it. Um, very weird. Speaking of celebrities, let's talk about some current events. Elon Musk officially bought Twitter and he is changing things just in Twitter, you know, already. He's just taking a dramatic approach. Um, he said that he was going to charge verified users for their profiles, which is pretty crazy and frustrating because I was verified before you could pay for verification. And that's important to remember. Your boy was verified before you could pay for verification. But it's just frustrating. People are like outraged about it because it is silly because, um, you know, why are you going to charge your core users, you know, influencers, content creators, celebrities, the minute you start pushing those people away from the platform, you know, 
you don't really have a platform at that point. If all those people move onto another platform and there's options out there. And if there aren't options that fit people's needs right now, there will surely be another company that comes up along the road or down the road um, that meets those needs. And I know Jack Dorsey, the founder of Twitter, is already coming out with a beta for his new social you know, community company. He calls it his social network. And it's called Blue Sky. So we'll see what that's all about. It's interesting. Um, yeah, I just think it's not the right move. And on top of that, just the <laughs> being immature which is what Elon Musk was doing. Um, he was just like trolling people, just like saying, well, you pay five bucks for this, so you can pay five bucks for verification and just all these different memes and stuff. And it's just really weird that he, I don't know. I think he's, um, it's just very immature. It's very weird, especially if you're like the found, you know, the new um, CEO of a company, especially a company like that, like, you know, Twitter or Facebook, they're huge. There's millions of people on that platform and you're just trolling people, people that are outraged. You just don't care about people's feedback. Just, nope, just, I'm going to troll you all. Y'all mean nothing to me. And that's really what he's showing. So it's pretty sad actually. So it's going to be interesting to see what happens. Um, I think um, there are layoffs coming. That's what the rumors are online, that there's layoffs coming to Twitter staff. So that's another thing that people are worried about. But it's, you know, it's unfortunate when somebody has, you know, that much power, um, you know, money, they just decide that they want to do whatever they want. And, you know, Twitter obviously had its issues. They, it does have its issues right now, like bots, spam bots, like hate speech, all that stuff is prevalent on Twitter. They haven't handled that yet. Um, but there's a lot of good from Twitter. Twitter is just a unique platform. A lot of great things came from it. You know, Chris Mazzino was the first person that invented the hashtag on Twitter. You know, the at symbol, all these things came from Twitter, 280 characters, which was once 140 characters to post on Twitter. So lots of innovations in social media came from Twitter. So just throwing everything away is just such a weird thing to do just for money. It's just very, very weird to charge your core set of users. I don't know. Um, we'll have to see what happens. We'll have to see how much it is. And, you know, I think one of the things is like, you're not even getting additional benefits. So what, what are you paying for? Something that you were getting free before and now you have to pay for? It's very weird. So I think if you're going to charge something, you got to at least provide some additional benefits. What is a verified profile going to do for somebody? Very weird. I don't know. I, I'm very confused about that whole thing. But I think he's just, he's on a power trip right now and he's just doing whatever he wants. So I, I don't know. We'll see. We'll see what happens. Um on top of that, book of the week is going to be Running with the Buffaloes by Chris Lear. Read that book recently. Um, but I have to warn you, if you're not like a if you're not super into running or endurance sports, you're probably not gonna really enjoy that book. But if you are, it is a good read. It's very interesting. It's kind of sad. It's has its sad moments. Um, but it is a very good book. It's a book that follows um you know, a Colorado a cross country uh, running team over a couple of years and just sort of the things that they go through, their journey to trying to become, um, you know, state champs, national champs, all that stuff. So it's very, very interesting. If you're into the running scene, you will enjoy it. It, it is an interesting book. I've read a lot of like books that go through um, a team's background and stuff like that. So 
these are very, very cool books if you're into that stuff. Um, recommend Recommendation this week, easily. Make your own bread. Try making your own bread. It's easy. It's honestly easy. I do recommend it. I'm honestly going to probably make another loaf this weekend um, just because it actually came out good. And you don't even need a lot of stuff. You need like flour, um, yeast, active yeast, um, quick rising yeast, and a, a pinch of salt. That's literally it. So I do recommend trying to make your own bread. It's worth it. Okay. It's worth it. Um, with that being said, though, I think that's honestly it for today's episode. Not a lot going on this week. Just getting through, going through the motions. Um, but make sure that you follow me on YouTube. You can look it up, Bradley Thompson Vlogs. That's literally my YouTube name. It's been like that forever. But if you look that up, I've got lots of um, you know videos coming up and stuff like that. I posted my um, National Duathlon Championship uh, vlog race recap video the uh, literally earlier today. So you can watch that if you want. Um, got lots of shorts and stuff like that as well. But everything else, all social media at I am Brad Thompson. Um, I'm going to be trying to have some guests in the coming days or future. I'm just trying to figure out my life. You know, sometimes you just have to figure out your life and you just don't know where you're going, what you're doing or, you know, where you're headed. And, you know, that's the beauty of life is you just go with the flow sometimes. And it's the weekend now, which is exciting. And we're coming up and approaching Christmas, which is what it's all about. You know, we, we live for Christmas. We're getting the Christmas decorations up. If you can see the flickering on the video, you can see that we got some Christmas lights up. That's what it's all about. Okay. Put on that Christmas music. Enjoy. Enjoy the Christmas music. And you know what I did earlier, actually, as well, is I put on YouTube and I did like Switzerland in the winter. And it's like a Switzerland village in the winter. That's beautiful. That's beautiful. If you don't get in the Christmas spirit and just enjoy and feel relaxed with Christmas music playing in the background, you're looking at a village in Switzerland. That's, you know, that's what it's all about. And if that doesn't relax you, I don't know what it will. Okay. But that's it for today. I think um, I got lots of stuff to do. I'm, I'm just, I'm just going through the motions right now. Um, but we'll catch y'all later. Hopefully I don't have to pay for verification on Twitter. Um, that'd be nice. You know, that'd be nice for the weekend, but, um, I hope y'all are having a great day. I hope it doesn't snow soon. And we'll catch y'all later. Until next time, peace out. Leave him to Canadian dream. <laughs>